Hey, my brothers and sisters, I hope this day finds you well. In this segment, I wanted to talk about justice because I want justice for Mr. Floyd. And with the trial coming up and everything that transpired from June of last year to now, there's a lot of things going on. There's a lot of things in the mix, uh, as they say. So I want justice for Mr. Floyd. And here's where it gets really tricky in this day and time because you can't have justice without truth. That those have to go together. That's why we have trials because if we just went off of like, say we, you know, view a video and of course it's going to have a, a, a very uh, specific emotional <laughs> response, uh, you know, to that visual. If in that moment you were allowed to make a decision, we'd probably be, you know, stringing folks up and, uh, and, and doing all kinds of things, you know, in that moment before we actually have all of the information. So we have trials with the people involved or, or with um, whoever is the accused presumed innocent so that the burden is on the, the prosecution to, to prove that this person actually is responsible for whatever has transpired. And then at what level um, you know, are they responsible? And so we have those trials so that we can really dig in um, to the evidence and really, you know, try to suss out the truth. So that's why, you know, our justice system has to be founded on truth. Now, is it perfect? No, but, you know, neither are you and neither am I. So all we can do is the best that we can. And I believe in that system because the system needs to be in place in order for a civilization to function. <laughs> And you have to, the priority has to be on truth. And so I want justice for Mr. Floyd. And when I looked at the first clip that came out, I believe it was like nine minutes. I was like, my goodness. I, what I saw in that clip, that first one that I saw was, was malicious. I mean, it, it just looked like a total disregard for human life and I did get an emotional reaction because I'm a human being and I have a heart, right? So I looked at it and I was like, that is absolutely ridiculous. That is absolutely ridiculous. And I remember telling my wife, cause she hadn't seen us said, you know, you don't need to see it. You don't need to, you don't need to live with that for the rest of your life. Just what I saw was wrong. It was absolutely wrong. And it, it would appear that the whole world agreed with me right? It wasn't just the United States. The whole world, um, after seeing that particular clip was like, oh, heck no. And there were a lot of things thrown out at the time that it was racially motivated and this and this and this. And now the emotion is understandable, but jumping to conclusions is where we start to abandon truth. And once we go down that road, once again, as I said, justice is not going to be any anywhere on that road if we're abandoning the truth then you know time goes by more information comes out and then i see a longer video now i don't know why i didn't see that video before i don't know why the shorter video was released first i'm not sure how that worked out um, i hadn't looked into it but then i saw an extended clip that painted 
not a different picture, but gave you more, more of the picture, right? Whereas you were looking at maybe just like the corner of the painting, this allowed you to look at the entire painting. And once I looked at the entire painting, there were a lot of things brought into doubt from my original conclusions or even my original like emotional response. Because once you see the whole thing, it becomes very difficult to, to say, okay, well, what I saw in the, in the first clip, I said it was very malicious. That now comes into question for me because I have to take in this new information. I have to take it in and I have to add it in. I have to, right? If I really care about the truth and I really care about justice and I really care about Mr. Floyd and everybody involved, then I have to take in all of the information. And so once I did that, I was like, well, wait a minute. There were things said prior to this that matter. There were things that this, that this, and that all matter. It didn't appear once you look at the full clip that any of the officers went there with an intent to bring harm to Mr. Floyd. And now I'm not, I'm not, now I, ha I have, you know, of course, personal views on the whole thing. And I don't believe that any of the officers involved are innocent of anything or guilty of anything. I want, I want them to go through a trial. So I don't know for sure. And I can tell you how I feel about certain things from what I've seen, but I don't have all the information. So I don't believe they're guilty. I don't believe they're innocent. I believe we go through the trial and we let that process, you know, run, run its course. And if they are found guilty of anything, they, they need to be held accountable. The other thing is I heard in the beginning after that initial clip that simply because of the appearance of the people involved, that it was a racial issue. And then I, I didn't see any evidence of that at all. Not even in the initial video, I had told my wife, like, I don't see how anybody can say that this is racial. There's nothing, there was not, there was no racial slurs used. Like there was nothing that would, that would support that besides the way the people look. So if you're going off just the way the people look, that in and of itself to me is kind of racist. You're jumping to conclusions based on appearance. And you're saying that a person based on their appearance has to you know, have acted this way and their intent must be this. And so that to me is, is kind of racist. Um, I, I, I judge people on the content of the character and on their choices, not on their appearance, that's, that's me. And even, even you know, now, even seeing the extended clip, once again, I still see no evidence that this was racially motivated. So if the prosecution is going after a particular charge and that charge seems to be more in line with like the public opinion or the emotional public, or you, know, you can even call it the mob, then we're setting them up, we're setting the mob up for a disappointment, right? So like, let's say that, you know, the charge that they're going for is murder. Well, within the system, within the justice system, you understand that that comes with, you know, a certain burden of proof, right? You have to show intent and all of these things. And that's gonna be really hard to prove that, that any one of those officers, including Mr. Chauvin, went down there with the intent to actually bring Mr. Floyd harm. So that's gonna to be tough. So let's say that you go for murder and they, they don't get murder. They can't get that one to fly. Well, because 
you know, every, how everyone reacted initially and definitely because of the mainstream media pushing this. Oh, he was murdered, murdered, it was race, it was race, it was race. See again, look, 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 it's just another white cop against a black race, 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 murder, murder, murder. Well, that's irresponsible of the media to do that, to whip these people up into a frenzy so that, and because once again, based on what I've seen now, there could be things I don't know about. That's why I'm saying I presume them to be um, neither guilty or innocent, just they're going through the process and I trust that process. So, cause there's things I don't know, but from what I saw, it'd be really tough to prove intent, right? When you see the extended video, how they were speaking with him before, how they were interacting, his behavior, oh, that'd be really hard. So if they get off of the murder charge, these people are gonna burn cities down. And, th and that's something that was all set up by the mainstream media and, and perpetrated by the mainstream media. Like, like they, they built this whole big old bomb. That's why I said it's very, very irresponsible because you should be giving people the real information. I never saw that it was racially motivated. I never saw that proven. While I do believe that every officer there was completely negligent, I did not see them check on him once while he was on the ground. I didn't see them check once, not his vitals, nothing. I didn't see Mr. Chauvin even look at him once. I also question if he's on his stomach and he's handcuffed, because at one point I believe there were two officers holding him down. Why well, didn't see him struggling? So why, why did it take two officers? And then it was one who was Mr. Chauvin. Once again, I didn't see Mr. Floyd struggling. So why were you still on him? So those are the things I don't understand. I don't understand why he was still being held down the way he was when he wasn't struggling and he was, he was handcuffed with his hands behind his back. And then I don't know why no, not one officer checked on him. Not until the EMTs came and they checked him. I didn't see one officer in that whole time that he was on the ground check on him. So I believe that they need to be held accountable for that. But is that murder? Right? Is that, in, is that intentional murder? You know, I mean, that's, that's for the system to, to, to figure out as we, as we dig into the truth. But we're setting people up because we're not, we're not giving them that. We're not saying like, hey, this is gonna be really tough to prove because here are the facts. No, people feel a certain way and they feel that the way that they feel is how it should be. And if something doesn't go well, like, okay, so let's take, let's take the jury. It's gonna be one of three things with the jury. One, they're so afraid and fearful that if they do follow the facts and the facts lead to a verdict that they know the mob isn't going to agree with, and then they may research them and find out who they are and actually come after them. And with that fear in mind, they're going to choose something different, thinking that, that they're gonna be protecting their families. That's gonna be a loss of justice. Or two, let's say that the particular juror does feel a certain way about it and ignores the facts in order to push forward what they already believed before, before they even went into the trial. That's a loss of justice. Or you have a juror who is courageous, who follows the facts and, and puts forth a verdict based on the truth 
and then that truth is not accepted by the mob and we get riots and everything burns down and people lose life and property gets lost and damage and strife and all that stuff. Once again, not justified. Now justice within the system would have been upheld, but the ramifications of those of, of, of that justified decision would not be justice for, for the rest of us. And that's too bad. That is really, really too bad. But that's where we're headed. And that's why they're setting up, you know, with the expectation that something can jump off that explosive and that violent. That's why they're doing that. I didn't see them do that for any other trial. And they're doing that for this one because they know the realities of the world. They know that people are whipped up into emotional frenzies and they feel a certain way and the facts and the truth don't matter to them. And, that's, and that is truly unfortunate. I want actual justice for Mr. Floyd. I want actual justice. But you have to judge the situation dispassionately. You have to look at the facts, look at what actually happened, listen to everyone involved, and then take all of that and then have that inform the verdict. That's the way the system is supposed to work. He needs to get justice because we need to set that precedent. We need to get back to justice. When I look at people say, you know, talk about Brianna Taylor and say, well, say her name. Will you understand that her own choices got her involved with the sale distribution and acquisition of illegal narcotics. That was her choice. And her choice led to a very unfortunate event where she got caught in the crossfire. She was not murdered. These are the facts, but people are still saying, say her name as if she was a victim of, of a murder. I still see people saying, hands up, don't shoot. When multiple investigations have shown that that didn't even transpire, so the, there's already there's already you know that that aspect out there where people don't really seem to care as much about the truth as they do about how they feel, and we can't have justice without truth. And I don't always like that. I don't always like that. I I feel a certain way, and then sometimes truth comes along. And it, it's not the truth that I, I want because it doesn't coincide with how I feel. Well, that's just tough. I have to go with the truth because if, if truth is conditional, it's no longer true. It can't just be true when I want it to be and when it, when it backs how I feel and it backs what I want to have happen. That's not truth. And, that, and we, we can't have justice that way. And if we can't have justice, we can't have a prosperous society. It'll be anything goes it'll be complete and utter chaos. Does that make sense? Anyway, I wanted, I, said, I wanted to put this out there to start the conversation. I know that this is a hot topic and I know that you guys are feeling a certain way about it and I understand that, but we can't sacrifice justice. We can't sacrifice truth because you, you may go, okay, well, in this case, like, no, we need to have this. But if you sacrifice it today, it'll be gone tomorrow, right? Because if truth goes, then justice goes. And if, you, if, and if it's gone tomorrow, it will affect you at some point. 
you go, hey, this, that's not justified. Like, it doesn't matter. You gave up justice before. So now justice is out the window. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Like, that's the same, you know, that's how I feel about, you know, with free speech too. And I've made a segment on that. It's like, if you give it up today, because it's not what people are saying, things you don't like, it'll be gone for you tomorrow as well. And then what? Because it's much harder to get something back than it is to keep it. So we have to want justice for Mr. Floyd. When we say that, we have to know what that means. We want truth for Mr. Floyd. And not just him, for everybody. For every one of my brothers and sisters, I want justice for you. I want truth for you. Okay? And as always, if we're moving in the dark, all we need to do is turn on the light.